Hey guys, uh, this is Lacrice Bundy and welcome to episode two of my podcast, Adoption Saves Lives. So um, guys, I just want to talk to you today about why I actually became an adoption attorney. A lot of people don't know that there are attorneys who do adoptions because they're actually pretty rare. Um, I think there's about three of us in all of Nebraska <laughs> that actually do a lot of adoptions. But I just wanted to kind of take a step back and um, talk to you guys about um, why I chose this path. So um, when I was a little girl, um, I always had a desire to help children who were orphaned, um, specifically in you know, foreign countries. And I'm actually, um, I was born and raised in Benin, West Africa. It's a small little um, West African country right next to Nigeria. That's where I was born. Um, and when I was 13, I moved here with my siblings to the U.S. So um, I'm actually an African who now lives in America. So, um, but since I was a little girl, I always had a desire to help children who were orphaned and left on the street with nobody to care for them. So when I came to America, you know, of course, I had to learn how to speak English and all that kind of stuff. Went to school, finished school, went to college. And my desire had always been to help children, but I wasn't sure exactly how to do that. Um, and so my um, external struggle at the time was just figuring out the best avenue for me to help children. Um, and I just, I wasn't sure, you know, what to do. I, um, you know, thought maybe working for some type of um you know, like those big organizations that help children all over the world. I thought about doing that, but it just didn't seem to really fit what my passion was. Um, and I, what I really wanted to do was be able to bring children from, um, you know, from the streets and help facilitate them uh, being brought into family so they would have a family to live with and stay with. Um, and so um, my internal struggle was that I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't sure exactly how to do it. And so just one day I had this thought like, well, maybe I need to go to law school and advocate because my, what I wanted to do was really advocate for children. I wanted to share the need for families to open their doors to children who were orphaned. Uh, but I, I also wanted to be an advocate for them. I wanted to be a voice for these children who, um, who just really need a home. Um, and so that's when I thought, you know what, maybe I should consider law school. And so I decided to look into law school. And um, after I graduated uh, college, my husband and I got married right out of college. And I was 21 at the time. And so we actually kind of took a break. We ended up doing an internship uh, with the ministry in North Carolina. And after we were done with that, I decided to go to law school. So um, my husband was on board and we and I went to law school um, and so w when I went to law school I um, I mean it was a great plan <laughs> to go to law school and I was excited about it when I got there I hit a conflict and the conflict that I encountered was that there was no one teaching adoption law anywhere in law school <laughs> like nobody and I actually remember when I took family law um, which was a class that you can take in law school. I was so excited because I thought, finally, I get to learn, um, you know, about how to bring families together. I was completely naive about family law. I, I didn't know anything about it. And so when I took family law, it was very, very, it became very clear very quickly 
that family law was actually all about divorces and child support and child custody and all that kind of stuff. And um, I didn't want to help families break apart. I mean, I, I know that there's a lot of divorces that happened and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I don't have any comments for that at all. I just didn't want to be a part of that. I My dream was to help families grow through adoption and more specifically help children come into families um, who would love them and support them. And I just had no, um, I had no desire whatsoever to do divorces. So I was really disappointed when I took the family law class. Um, and when I realized that it really wasn't helping me the way that I wanted to help me. So I, I got really conflicted when I was in law school because I thought, gosh, I came here to learn how to be a legal advocate for children. But all I'm learning here is how to break families apart. I mean, was this really worth it? Am I wasting my time? Am I wasting my money? I mean, I was living off of, you know, student loans to go to get this education that I thought would really help me do what I what I would wanted to do. Um, and so so the way that I overcame that challenge was I just kind of started looking around to see if there were any attorneys at all who did adoptions in any way, shape or form. I wanted to know, um, you know, like, is this possible? Like, really, am I wasting my time? Because if I was, I was going to just drop law school because there was no point. And I would, you know, uh, go through another venue, another avenue. And so I looked around, asked around, and I learned about uh, one attorney in Nebraska at the time who did adoptions. I was so intrigued, so intrigued. And so I went and I met with her and she told me about all kinds of adoptions that she did. I was so, I mean, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me in law school was to meet this attorney. And she told me about private adoptions. She told me about ICPC adoptions, which is basically when you're adopting um, a newborn child from out of the state. So uh, for example, if you went to Nebraska and you were adopting a child from Florida, that would be an ICPC adoption. Um, she told me about you know international adoptions, like once you adopt a child internationally, um, when you come back to Nebraska, you actually have to readopt them here. And I didn't know that. And she gave me her entire manual. She had written a manual on adoption law in Nebraska. I was so over the moon excited. I asked her if I could get a copy of it and she graciously gave me a copy. Um, and I went home and I devoured the subject. I mean, I devoured it. I was so excited that there was a way that I could use my law degree to help um, children um, being placed in families. I was just so, so excited. And so um, I finished law school and um, I had another conflict. You know, when I started telling people, hey, I really want to do adoption law. I want to help families who are looking to bring children into their families. Um, and that's what I want to do. And people told me over and over and over again, there is no money in adoptions. I mean, people literally told me that there is no money in adoptions. Um, if you want to make any money and pay off your student loan debt, you need to do family law. And they told me that the real money is made in divorces. And so after I left law school, 
I actually took some time off because I was trying to figure out what to do. Um, I was researching different law firms to see if they had any opportunity for someone like me so I could really do what I wanted to do without being stuck with all these other cases that I didn't want to be a part of really. And so there was there was nothing. I mean, nothing. And so I stayed home with my my two boys at the time. I stayed home with them right after law school, just thinking through, like, do I even want to take the bar exam? Do I want to become licensed as an attorney? Like, is it, is it even worth it? And I was thinking of other ways that I could use my law degree to still advocate for children. Um, and then what happened was I, um, I started... Um, you know, just kind of talking to my classmates that graduated at the same the same year that I did, and I heard from them that they were not able to find jobs. You know, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Lots of people graduate from law school and can't find jobs for years, which is really sad. But my friends were in a pickle, and when I talked to them, they said that they actually just kind of went out on their own, and they decided to open up their own law practice and just kind of take whatever they could get just to be able to pay their bills, you know, and live. And I thought, huh. I've never really thought about, you know, going out on my own. I've always thought that I needed to work at a law firm. That would be the only way for me to get the experience that I needed. And so that's when I thought, huh, maybe I should look more into starting my own law practice. And as I did that, I started learning how, um, how, how to open up your, your own law practice. I learned about the pros and the cons. And, you know, talked to my husband about it, you know, prayed about it, thought about it for a long time, and finally decided that this is the route that I needed to take. Because, you know, I didn't want to have a law practice um, that was just, that just existed. And I just did legal stuff. I wanted to be an attorney that made a difference in people's lives for the positive. And not saying that other attorneys are not doing that. That's not what I'm saying at all. This was just always my vision was to help children being brought into families. And so if I was going to do anything, I wanted it to line up with the vision that I had and the dream that I had. And so I thought, you know what? I have no experience. I graduated two years ago and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just going to jump in anyway and I'm going to see where this takes me. What I loved um, about what really attracted me to starting my own law practice um, was that I could pick the cases that I wanted. And that was so important to me because I didn't want to have to say yes to everything that was thrown my way. And I didn't want to have a job where I was dead on the inside. You know, I just, I didn't want that. So that's kind of the journey of how I became an adoption attorney and why I say that term. Because when I say adoption attorney, people usually say, oh, you do adoptions and they want to know more. You know, they're curious about it. Um, and I would, would not call myself a family law attorney because I don't do everything that family law attorneys are known to do. So the crazy thing is that even though adoptions is really a part of family law, practically that's not how it works right like when you go and you meet with a family law uh, family law attorney they really don't do adoptions and i found out over the years of my practice that most family law attorneys actually don't do a lot of adoptions because it's it's a um, it's a different area of law it's not something that a lot of people focus on or become experienced in um and they do family law because, you know, there's divorces everywhere. It's really easy to open up a law practice and do divorces. You'll get, you know, 50 clients in a day if you do that. But if you're doing adoptions, that's a different story. You know, it's it's not something that is well, you know, well known. And so people don't really know about, you know, about adoptions and all that kind of stuff. So 
Anyway, I just wanted to share with you guys kind of my journey of how I got here. So it's now been three and a half years. It'll be four years in May since I opened up my law practice and I would not have it any other way. Um, And I love, love, love the families that I get to help on a daily basis. So I do step-parent adoptions. I do private adoptions. I do international adoptions. I do foster care adoptions. You can even do adult adoptions in Nebraska. There are so many different types of adoptions available. But I started doing this because I wanted to keep with the dream that I believe God placed on my heart when I was a little girl to help children get off the street. And I am so grateful that I was able to find a venue, a vehicle to achieve that by, you know, becoming a lawyer. Now, you don't have to become a lawyer to help children. You know, I mean, I would love to one day travel, you know, the world and help build orphanages. That's actually ultimately what I would love to be doing. Um, But this is just a step stone, uh, one step into the vision and the dream that I have to see children off the street. So I hope this uh, encourages you today, whoever is listening, that you don't have to give up your dream or vision um, and settle for something that that just kills you on the inside. You know that's not what you're meant to do. Um, I believe that God has something for each one of us to do, that he has um, work for us to do here. And he can make a way for us to do what he wants us to do. And um, I think the key is perseverance, not giving up. And sometimes it looks like taking a step back and reassessing the situation, you know, and being um, and not giving up, not giving up on what you know you were, you're, you've been put on the earth to do, you know. So I just wanted to encourage you guys out there. For those of you who you've had that dream, you've had that vision that God's put on your heart. Maybe you don't know that it's God that's done it, but it is. And you've had this thing since you were a little girl that you wanted to do. I just want to encourage you today that it's not too late to revive that and to step into that. Because guys, I can tell you that it's not the attorney thing that makes me excited every day. It's knowing that the work that I'm doing is helping children have a better life. That's what gets me excited when I get up in the morning. Um, And so, yeah, I just want to encourage you guys that you can do the same. Wherever you're at, maybe it's cooking. Maybe you just love cooking and putting ingredients together and baking. And that's just what you know you're you're meant to do. Go and do that, you know. Maybe it's being a teacher. Um, Whatever it is that just makes you come alive. Like you don't even need to get paid to do it. Um, You love it so much. Go and do it. You know, go and change the world for the better because God put you on this earth to make a positive impact in the world and to find a solution to a problem that only you in your unique way can find a unique solution to. So I hope that blesses you today and I will talk to you guys later. All right. Bye-bye.